with Craig and John, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com, the free KWSN mobile app, the tradition unlike any other, the hottest game show sweeping the upper Midwest, Old Guy Trivia, just over 20 minutes away. I'm John Gaskins. Craig Maddock is here. The Vikings did not even have to move on up to get Justin Jefferson, and they, you know, you'd think they would have. He was expected to be a top 20 guy at the least. And I guess they technically did move up to get the wide receiver from LSU because they traded first to Fon Diggs and got several picks back from the Buffalo Bills, and that included the number 22 pick in the first round. So that was the big news from the Vikings yesterday. They got a cornerback to fill a need in Jeff Gladney. And meanwhile, the Packers stole the show by drafting up to get Jordan Love to be the heir apparent to Aaron Rodgers, who has four years left on his deal in Green Bay. Lot to sort through. We've been doing it the last two hours. Our Packer pal, Bart Winkler of 105.7 The Fan in Milwaukee, uh, was just with us last hour. And before we bring in Craig Maddock, uh, I asked Bart Winkler... <laughs> <laughs> to do this. Hey, could you, could you remind us, you have 30 seconds, what you tweeted to Vikings, Bears, and Lions fans who were pointing and laughing at uh, Kudakinst and LaFleur last night? While you all think this is so funny, keep in mind, we have now the two best quarterbacks in the whole division. So, <laughs> parade, have your 6-10 and 10 <laughs> annual parade. The North is still ours. <laughs> Uh, Craig, do you agree with Bart on that? I agree with him that the, the Packers still are the top of the North, but I do not agree with him that he has the two top quarterbacks uh, in the division. Uh, uh, Dano, our one of our loyal listeners, called last hour to say Rick Spielman should be fired for the uh, picks, that Justin Jefferson will never amount to anything because he was riding Joe Burrow's coattails at LSU. As uh, the second most productive receiver in the country, uh, catches, touchdowns, and yards. Most people were pretty happy with that pick and that he fell to Minnesota. And uh, that got an A from Pete Prisco of CBS who grades the draft. And 
Gladney, the cornerback from TCU, the physical type that Mike Zimmer likes, makes up for his lack of height. And that was given a B. Uh, for those who are just tuning in, and before we get to our very special Vikings legend on Craig and John, your feelings about how the Vikings did last night? I think they did just fine. We were thinking a lot of teams were going to be drafting up last night. We thought Miami was going to do it. They got Tua in their spot. Chargers, they didn't have to go anywhere. They got their quarterback and Herbert. Vikings did not move up. Apparently, that wasn't the game plan at all. The game plan was always to go at 22 and at 25, go down, get some more draft picks, maybe use that for power in the rounds coming up tonight and tomorrow. So overall, I'm glad with the Jefferson pick. And then the corner, he, yeah, I mean, he's one of the leftover corners, Jeff mm-hmm. Gladney. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they needed to fill something, and Mike Zimmer said today they liked his aggra- aggressiveness. Okay, he may not be as tall as we want, but apparently he's got long arms, he's quick, he's physical. And if Mike Zimmer likes it, I guess I'm okay with that. Right. At 31, you expect a guy who should start and be serviceable for a few years and uh, maybe not be Daryl Rivas or even 2017 Xavier Rhodes, but you never know with the way Mike Zimmer coaches cornerbacks and defensive backs. He's been doing that forever. And uh, we still are waiting to see if the Vikings trade for Trent Williams because yesterday we woke up, there were four teams in the mix, according to the Washington Post, for that left tackle, the seven-time Pro Bowler who guarded Kirk Cousins' blindside for three years and was one of the top six in the NFL at that position, pass efficiency blocking. And, well, here we go, our pass-blocking efficiency, and he could still be theirs. Trader Rick now has 12 picks still remaining, getting those two extra picks by trading down from 25 to 31 last night with the Niners. And so might those be uh, cards he could use in dealing to get Trent Williams, or maybe he'll get a left tackle in the draft. It is a deep class. And maybe the Vikings will be trading up because their first pick tonight technically is number 58, which would be 26th overall tonight. And it feels like that's too long to wait for the next thing. And one more item before we get to our Vikings legend of the hour. This is Mike Zimmer joking about the big story of draft night, which was right across the border. Hey, Mike, as a, as a team that's chasing the Packers again, what were your thoughts uh at 26, whenever you saw the Packers trade up and kind of look to the future, like, I think we're, I think Roger should retire. So that'll be, yeah. I know that'll be the, that'll be the next headline, yeah. That'll be the next headline. Maybe we'll be playing for the Vikings in four and five years, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say that. But, um, oh, wait a second. Listen to that. Zimmer was trying to joke about Aaron Rodgers. He always does, Craig. There's an incredible amount of respect between those two. One of the best defensive minds in the league the last decade and one of the best quarterbacks. And uh, then he gets asked, hey, Aaron Rodgers will be a Viking in three or four years. And Mike Zimmer goes, I'm not going to say anything about that. I mean, look, Kirk Cousins has two years, uh, two years, three years left on this deal. But really two years, then they can really decide after two years if they want to take that last year. Rodgers has four years left with the Packers. Craig and I talked about this at 3 o'clock. Aaron Rodgers in purple, just like Brett Favre in purple. The impossible could happen again. But let's see what a Vikings ring of fame honoree, a five-time Pro Bowler, a man who should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. You know him and love him as a friend of Sports Talk with Craig and John. Chuck Foreman on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. Yeah. We're clapping. 
Yeah. yeah. What a way to end the week with Chuck Foreman by our side. What that uh, that was quite an interesting draft last night, Chuck. Were you watching it the whole way through like we were? And... Yeah, I watched the entire draft. I thought the Vikings did a really good job of their selections. I was impressed with both. See, I, I'm a firm believer in drafting guys with a little attitude. Uh, you know, I heard you say somebody said, oh, Jefferson's going to be, but no. You know, they talk about Joe Burrow, did this, but Joe Burrow couldn't throw the ball. These guys wouldn't get an opening. Open if they weren't catching the ball, he wouldn't be the top draft choice. But I like Jefferson, and another thing I like about him is he had two brothers that played at LSU before him, so he was under pressure from his brothers to, to show up and show well. And plus, he's a tough guy. He's a wide receiver with attitude. When I say that, mean I mean he is aggressive after the ball, and I take guys like that any day. As far as the cornerback goes. You know, he might not be as big, but I can tell you, he's aggressive, too. And if he stays healthy, he should come in here and play right away. So he's a great cover guy. He seems like he can come up and make those tackles when he has to. Seems the kind of guy that, like, Coach Zimmer likes. And we lost three, you know, Xavier Rose. We lost three of our four, actually, defensive backs. So this will give him an opportunity to come in and play. And believe me, you know, when you're a number one draft choice, especially in this day and age, where the rules are kind of relaxed, you got to come in and start. Remind us what draft day was like for you when you were playing with Maya from Miami, and did you even know there was the state of Minnesota at that time? <laughs> yeah, of course we did, but listen, everything was the same, like what you saw last night, where the guys and their families and friends are in there. The only thing is, there was no TV, no satellite, none of that, so you'd be in there with your friends. And, you know, enjoying waiting on the phone to ring. And when the phone rings, you know, and they tell you, hey, this is, you know, Mike, I mean, Jim Finks from the Minnesota Vikings. We just selected you as a 12 player. Welcome to the Minnesota Vikings. We'll have a plane ticket for you, you know, tomorrow. If you come up here tomorrow at such and such a time, we'll see you then. And that's it. That's how it went for me. So that's how, you know, that's what it was. So it was similar like last night, but you know how they were – tuning in to all the different drafts, yeah. I mean, all the different guys, that wasn't happening. You were just sitting in there hoping, well, when's the phone going to ring? Yeah. That kind of thing. And the phone rings, and who who is it on the other end? Jim Finks, the general manager. Okay. Um, and was it just a short call, or was it... Uh... Well, it was uh, not, I mean, it wasn't that long, but it was right, hey, too, I didn't care, I was like... 12 player picked in the whole draft. I was like, <laughs> wow, I went, I went early, but they chose me. And, Earlier than you expected? You know, um, I'm, I'm, I, I just know one thing. I heard New Orleans was going to take me, and I wasn't happy with that. Oh. But especially back in those days. But um, when I got drafted by the Vikings, the first thing I remember is I remember they said these commercials when the Vikings would come on TV and all this snow. And then they had these flamethrowers to thaw out the field. And that's what I was thinking. I'm like in Miami, going to Minnesota, and I'm like, man, <laughs> it's going to be cold. You know? Yeah. So, luckily, I got drafted by the Vikings. It was a great experience. And, you know, I did get to come up here, and I got to choose what position I wanted to play. Unlike most guys now, there, I'm a football player. I wasn't a position guy. I could play running back, wide receiver, corner. And they gave me the opportunity to make a choice. 
And uh, it turned out okay. Uh, it turned out all right. Not, not, not bad. Not yeah. bad. Three Super Bowls, five Pro Bowls, each of your first five years, and uh, two-time first-team All-Pro and NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year right away. And even as a running back, led the league in receptions back in 1975. He's he's Chuck Foreman. Uh, yeah, but they don't think they don't they don't say anything. But the only thing I hear about, I'm like, wait a minute. These guys are copying my offense back in the day because when I first got to Minnesota and the entire NFL at the time, you know, they were like two yards in a cloud of dust. That was it. Yeah. You know, because it was run-dominated, and it was man-on-man type thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, a few years later, they opened it up, whereas, you know, the cornerbacks when I first came in, they could bump you all the way downfield, beat you up, do anything they want until the ball was thrown. So, you know... I, you know, I see these guys out here, and they're really good. Don't misunderstand my take, but I'm like, I wonder how long they would have, how they would have lasted if Mel Blunt or Lim Barney or some people like that were right up in their faces beating them up all all <laughs> game long. You know, that you know, it, it 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 would it would tell the tale. You know, but um, it's a different game now. So, right. Well, I'd love to hear your thoughts on. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and what the Packers did there with bringing in Jordan right. Love, go, trading up to get Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers fell to the Packers, fell in their laps, and they traded up to get this guy. And Aaron Rodgers right. isn't nearly as uh, as washed up as Brett Favre seemed at the time. Of course, he, he had a revival in Minnesota. His best mm-hmm. year ever was a Viking. But when you look at Aaron Rodgers, I'm just, you know, I'll put in the whole thing for you here with Kirk Cousins having two years left, and maybe he can take them further than the divisional round like he did last year. He'll have at least two years to do that. But Aaron Rodgers will be about 38, and the Packers aren't going to want him all four years. I mean, what would you think of Aaron Rodgers in purple someday? Oh, how could you turn that down? I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks to play. Um, You know, I'm not saying the greatest because that's of his era. No question about that. But I don't think that's a possibility. I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, when when you're 35, 36 years old, you're a quarterback in the NFL. Of course, nowadays these guys, a quarterback can last longer because it's not as – they don't let anybody touch them or hit them. So they they can get a few more years if they take care of themselves. So, But the bottom line is I think they moved up to get uh, this uh, Jordan Love because, number one, he's a marvelous talent. Number one, he was the best guy on the board for him, and they don't have to rush him into doing anything. So all he's got to do is come in there and learn from one of the greatest to ever play the game. And if he does his job and he comes in and he learns what he needs to do to be a great quarterback, what better guy to set the to take your example from than from Aaron Rodgers, who I think is a you know one of my favorite players. The question will be, will Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers help mentor Young? Because we know that Rodgers was not mentored by Brett Favre. Well, that doesn't mean it would be that way for him. You know what I mean? I would think that when you got that many years in the league, we all know it's the NFL, not for long. Sooner or later, you're going to have to go. So I don't... I don't know how that would happen, how that's going to trans, trans, you know, how they're going to handle that. But um, I would think that uh, Aaron Rodgers would be the kind of guy that would say, "Okay, I'm not going to say everything, but just do what I do," you know. And and if you and if you're in that in that film room and all that, you better be following and doing everything Aaron Rodgers is doing, because you can pick up a lot just by hanging around, hanging around. 
He's Chuck Foreman, the former Viking, uh, right here on Sports Talk with Craig and John, FM 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN.com. Uh, what do you want the Vikings to do tonight in rounds two and three? Well, I'm thinking they need offensive line help. We know that. You know, I think they could use another maybe defensive end, maybe. I don't know if you can find that early, but I'm just saying. But offensive line seems to me cornerback. They might find somebody late in the rounds, you know, that could be a, a really good a good player. I think they got to get some corners, uh, safety. You know, I mean, offensive line especially. I think they solid at the running back, and you know, if they get another wide receiver or two, you know, then I think they'd be in good position to do some good things. I, I'm not saying they're going to win a division or anything. But at least they're building for the future. What would you think, Chuck, of the the news that the Vikings still might be in with Washington on a trade for this seven-time Pro Bowler who blocked for Kirk Cousins to a high level in Washington for three years but had cancer in his head and right. sat out last year? Trent Williams, according to our buddy Paul Charchian from KFAN last hour, he said third and fifth round would be a good price for him or the equivalent of a second rounder. Uh, and uh, you get a guy 10 years older than whoever they would draft if they drafted a left tackle. Uh, but, what, what do you make of that? Plus, I'll just add this because we know that you have to be able to afford a guy that's going to be 12 or $13 million, so you'd have to either probably find a way to ship Riley Reef, which could be in that Washington trade, mm-hmm. or Anthony Harris, who comes at about the same price at safety. Well, they're not going to get rid of Anthony Harris. That doesn't make sense to me because he's one of the up-and-coming fine young defensive backs out there. He's not going to do that, but I, w- I would think that with that move last night, they loaded up on some draft choices and stuff like t- that to possibly include that in with Trent Williams. Now, you know he's a, he's a, one of the best to play the game. Yeah, he's been in the league for 10 years, but, you know, if you can get a I'd give him a, I'd give up a second and third round for him. No doubt about it, because what he brings to the table, because when you get an offensive lineman, and you saw last year with our center. He he's the guy that's going to be a really really good player. But you know he you know he came to the big leagues. You know he was it was a it was a process he had to learn. But you know he got better as the time goes on. But an offensive line is a tough position to play in the NFL. So if they get somebody, they got some good guys still out there, from what I understand. They get and if they get lucky and get one that's you know dialed in. You know, you know, they could help him a lot. Anything else for Chuck off the draft, Craig? Uh, just no, no. I guess we're going to have him stick around. Oh, we will. Longer, we right? will. <laughs> we will. I got one more question about Joe Burrow and Tua. Mainly right. Tua. He's the lightning rod. But Burrow might struggle right. because he's with such a bad team. But uh, Tua's considered the big risk, kind of the way Trent Williams is in their own different ways, coming off of recent injuries and being right. health risks and uh, the you know, team spending and, and investing a whole lot in that. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what, how do you think it's going to turn out for Tua? Well, I think, uh, first of all, he should be smart. He got to know, well, the good thing about it is he can go in the NFL, he can slide and be done with it. So, yeah, I think some of the decisions he made and the reason he got hurt is because he held on to the ball too long at those particular times, and he allowed people to to get to him. Now, is he injury prone? Well, I, I really can't say, but um, he's definitely going to have to change up 
um, his approach to the game on this level because, you know, if you get if you open up and give yourself and give these guys the opportunity to hit you, mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it might. Uh, yes, you would. You would know. Um, believe me. Believe yeah. me when I tell you. <laughs> you know, if they catch you at the right time, yeah. it hurts a little bit. Well, you know what? Uh, what may happen? One of you two, either Craig or Chuck Foreman, is going to get hurt. You're going to have a bruised ego because we can only have one winner in the latest, hottest game show sweeping the Upper Midwest. It is called Old Guy Trivia, and uh, we are going to test your yeah, old guy trivia. Old guy trivia. You qualify, Chuck, and uh, you know I made sure to check with you earlier in the week if you're okay well, you with know this. What? I should have. I should have gave this second thought, man. Me, <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm ready for it. No, you're, you're, Chuck, your opponent is Craig. You're going to be just fine. He's going to make. He's going to make you look very young. Uh, all right, we'll see. All right, we'll do it next. Old guy trivia round four. Craig is one and two so far, but he hasn't played Chuck Foreman yet. It is Craig and John. Fox Sports ninety eight one AM twelve thirty KWSN dot com. Hear the show on the radio? No problem. We're always live at KWSN.com and on the free, easy-to-download KWSN mobile app.